Welcome to episode one of Modern Life, a dramedy. My name is Sam. And my name is Stacy. I'm with my lovely girlfriend, Stacy. This is our first episode of this podcast, and I guess we should, uh, we should dive into why did we even start this thing. Um, and I, honestly, I don't even know where to start. I mean, our, as Stacy says, our life is basically modern life, modern family, that TV show. It's like modern family on steroids. Um, where to start? Well, we both live in LA. I'm 25 years old. I'm in real estate. And Stacy, how old are you? I'm 37 and I am going back to school in our 30s. After being a restaurant manager for the last 15 years and uh, serving to pay the bills. So right there, already kind of an age discrepancy. Um, big age discrepancy, <laughs> not a little one. Just a tiny one. Yeah, you see, it's a big one. It's a big problem at first, let me tell you. Yeah, it was weird like the first few months, right? Mm-hmm. We had like issues of like, I had like issues about going out in public. We're right. in public, we really like each other. We probably love each other already pretty early on. Yeah. Too scared to say it to each other. But yeah, like it felt like those first few dates felt weird, right? Yeah. It was like people, I always felt like people were staring at yeah, us. Yeah. Like you're like, us. you walk in, you're like, it feels like everyone is staring at you because, well, I mean, I, I'm 25, but I have a, I have a baby face. Yeah. But you also, you don't, you look younger than your age too, though. Yeah. Yeah, I look pretty good for my age. I think you look very good for your age. Oh, well, thank you, baby. <laughs> yeah, so we've been together two and a half years now. As I said, we live in L.A. Um, and let's just dive into it a little more of why why is our life interesting? Why should you be listening to us? Um, well, let's just be honest. I'm the interesting one. <laughs> you are the interesting one. I am definitely the interesting one. Um, I am... I don't think you're giving me enough credit. Uh, no, you're pretty interesting, but I mean, I take it to a whole new level. Like, people are, you like, do. wowed. You do. Like, shocked. Like, what? And I definitely, the game plan is for this podcast, it's going to be, it's going to be a little bit of everything just revolving around our life, our family, almost kind of like a family diary, but also there'll be episodes, the next few episodes I want to dive, you know, we're going to tell you guys a little bit more about our backstory right now, but I also in the next few episodes want to dive a little deeper about our backstories because there's just way too much to cover for one episode. Okay, well, here's a brief backstrap on me. I have two kids. Um, I live with my ex-husband. We've been raising the kids together since six months after we had our daughter, um, but we've not been together. Um, at some point, we've lived with each other's so wait, exes. Ho- you, you started not being together... Six months. Six months after your daughter was born. Oh, yes. But We don't work. Your son your son is, what, three years older, right? Oh, yeah. My son is 13. My daughter is 10. So you had the kid. We're together for three and a half years. Well, off and on. We never really were, like, solid. But and we, three, we decided three, to raise the okay. kids together. So. so then three and a half years in, you have the daughter. And at that point, you... I'm done. You guys weren't officially together anymore. Yeah, no, 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 no. Good. Okay. All right. Um, but we both came from broken homes, so we decided that we were going to live together and raise the kids regardless if we were actually together. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Regardless if you were actually together. But the plan was 
that you were going to keep living together, right? Yeah. Because in your mind, you don't think that parents living apart, even though you're not together, is healthy for the kids, right? I never wanted my kids to feel like they didn't have both parents at hand at all times. And neither of us were willing to be the parent that didn't live in the house when the kid needed them. Gotcha. Insane idea. But we made it work. I mean, you know, my son's 13 and, dude, we've been doing this for 13, 14 years. So Stacy and I used to work together at a restaurant. That's how we met. And when she first told me about her living situation, I, like, did not understand. I had so many questions. I was like, wait, you're living with your ex? And first I'm like, okay, so they're living, like, on the same property? And that's like, no, they're living in the same house. That is pretty much everyone's reaction. It, like, I was like, I've, I had never heard that before. I was, like, trying to wrap my head around it. Like, now it seems normal to me because it's, like, been in my life for two and a half years. But, but this is the first time you've heard a scenario like this. I'm going to go ahead and think that your mind is a little blown. I mean, it's, it's a weird, it's, it's worked out pretty damn well, oh, but it's a are, weird situation. My kids were amazing up until recently because now they're 13 and 10. And I don't know if any of you have ever had children that are 13 or 10. But you have to take those brief moments where you have to look back at pictures and remember why you loved them at one point <laughs> because they're crazy like if you, you have pictures all over your house yeah that's why i do um i have photos of my kids at the ages that i love them and don't get me wrong i still love my kids they are the center of my world but i don't like them very much right now um my son is 13 he um smells so bad smells pretty bad well He's going through puberty. Okay, I get well, it. He doesn't. They don't have. I don't know. The that's idea. not fair. I feel like he he smells bad sometimes. Like right now, it's winter break. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah. had Christmas, and he's just he's been blobbing around in his room for the last forty eight hours. And, but they don't. They also just don't get the cost the concept yet that they actually smell and can smell. Well, your they never really right. had that ability to smell. Well, your daughter either. still smells like a new car. Yeah. Like, she probably hasn't showered in yeah. two or three days. She smelled totally well, fine this morning. Puberty. Like I said, right. it's the puberty thing. My sister on Christmas was, I literally overheard her tell her 14-year-old, um, don't go play basketball. I don't need you all stinky yet. So, I mean, I know I'm not crazy, and I know that <laughs> no, it's, it's not, not what, just my no, son. No, no, no. <laughs> you didn't tell her correctly. You said, don't play basketball too hard, right? <laughs> There's a basketball hoop in the backyard, which, by the way... Um, your son is on a basketball team. He loves basketball. Obsessed. Your sister's daughter, I mean your sister's daughter, your sister's son loves sports in general. Yeah. And they were after presents. I was like after presents, after dinner, they're just trying to play with each other and they were going to play some basketball outside. And your sister tells her son, don't play too hard because I don't want you to smell too bad, right? I don't want you to, I don't want you to stink up the house. <laughs> that was, that was the said. exact word. I don't actually. want you to stink up the house. Yes. So, again, you know, going to my son's room this morning, and well, I you know we should the start this story. So I came over to your house last night. Oh yeah. I'm watching the kids. You're at work. Yeah. By the way, we don't live together yet. We've been together two and a half years. I live like 30 minutes away from Stacy, 
and again, we're going to dive into all this a lot more in the future. But um, so I came, I come over to your house yesterday. I say, I say hi to your daughter. She's just playing video games. I go into your son's room and like I open the door and it was just like, like the air just hit me. It smelled. I don't. I don't know how to describe it. Like rotten ass. Rotten so language. Ass. Yeah. That that's the best way to describe this it. This podcast is R-rated, by the way. Um, um, smelled like sweaty armpits. I, I almost don't even think that does it justice. It's just like rotten egg. Like rotten eggs and dogs and like just bo. It was a lot of things. I was like, oh Everything my that is god. Teenager. I like opened his window. Which when's the last time you think he showered? Before he showered yesterday, like. Probably two or three days before then. You no, shower two, like before like Christmas. Like two days. Two days. Two days. He, he showered. Probably didn't like change his clothes for two days. No, he was definitely wearing different clothes this morning. Okay. Than he was wearing new clothes. No shower. I mean, I got there yesterday. I I lit the scented candle. I opened the window. I, like left the door open. <laughs> we got to air this thing out. And you didn't smell it last night because you came home pretty late from work. But then this morning. What is it? Was it after? So we went to the gym this morning. We get home. You were going to see if your son's awake. And I think that's the first time you smelled it, right? Oh, that was because we got woken up by. Oh, Jesus. Yes. So we got woken what, like eight in the morning? Yeah. We forgot that the roofers were coming. And just. This is, this is our only day. Thursdays, we take the day off together. We're both workaholics. So we're like. Sometimes we sleep in on Thursdays. Sometimes I get up early just because it's part of my already daily routine. I'm just used to it. But today, it's like I'm sleeping in. It's 8 o'clock. And I hear, like, I don't know if someone's like, Sounds like a there's stampede. like a home invasion. Stampede <laughs> like, on the roof is what it sounded like. It's like, what is happening? And then I remembered, right as you said it, that the roofers were coming today. Yeah. So I went to check on my son to see if he was still alive. And um, to see if it was scaring him. And that's when the smell hit me. Yeah. And he took like one step into the room. Couldn't just breathe. Hit yeah, it's not breathable air, that's for sure. And he what he told us we're annoying, right? He, oh. doesn't, he doesn't want to hear about it. No. He and just wants he, to play his then, games. And then he lifted his armpit up. <laughs> oh, and what, what did you see when he lifted his armpit up? Um, sweat rings. Literally circular sweat wings and they were still wet circular That's sweat wings sweat rings they were so he just did he just he must have just like sweat in his sleep right yeah because he had just much, woken up yeah, yeah but that's my point they don't realize that they're doing this yeah. they never it's not something you do before you're before you right. start to hit puberty you don't sweat when well, i was thinking about that today because obviously everybody deals with this at some point and you're like a young kid, you don't smell, you don't have to worry about it, and then one day it just starts. And I was like, it, it seems like your kids, we have to tell them, it, it's like a struggle, especially during break from school right now, to like get them to shower. And I was trying to remember back to when I was their age, I'm like... Oh, I was that bad. Really? See, yeah, I feel like no, I always no, no, liked like, I was showering, always... but I could totally be wrong. No, I was always the kid that didn't want to shower. I was like, not. I, I thought I was a boy, so Got I it. like legitly like. But which you're kind of a, you're still kind of a tomboy, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. 
like a lot. But yeah, I was I was trying to think back if that was ever a problem for me, and I mean, it must have been. I like to well, remember. You're, you're kind of German. I'm kind of German. Yeah, well, I am German. I was like, born in you're Germany. You're kind of like the most German person I've ever. A little met part of my back. Germany. I was born in Germany. I came here in sixth grade. I think. Does anyone ever? I mean, have you ever met? A German person that's come from Germany. There's plenty of Slavs okay, in Germany. Okay, hold on. No, no, no. Like stereotypical German. Like everything <laughs> must be precise and, and in order. Yes, and clean, and the lines must be there, and right it has angles. to be symmetrical. It's it's really uh, it's impressive. Let me tell well, you. I feel like I got all I got all the best parts of being German. I don't know how to explain that. Like, I really, I like the fact that I'm very like structured. Yeah, like Americans sometimes they're very like it's very kind of hippity dippity, slobby, hippity dippity. I don't think dippity. you should lose slobby. I think hippity dippity is a better explanation. Which is also one of the things I loved when I came here. I came over here and I was like, which by the way, when I moved here, I moved to Boulder, Colorado, which is kind of. Well, it's not the really. It's not a hippie town anymore, but that's what its origins are. And it was very like, it was so much more relaxed than Germany. And like, I was able to like, like moved here in sixth grade. I was able to call my teachers like by their first name, which like, I remember that blew my mind because in Germany it's like, man, you're like scared of your teachers. They're like, and you know what? In nowhere else than Boulder are you allowed to call your teachers by their first name. By the way. Yeah. Right. No, I, I understand it's not like a whole yeah. American thing, but going from like northern Germany to Boulder was such a contrast. And, you know, when when you come, come here in sixth grade, my English is, I'm, I would say English is like my first language now. I'm still somewhat half decent in German, but my English is way better. But, you know, I picked up... I feel like, like if if my, my if my national flag, if I were to draw my nationality flag, it'd be like half the Germany flag and half the American flag. I feel like I got like the best traits from each country, yeah, this, kind of splitting this, my time he's, growing he's up. He's very conceited. By the way. <laughs> Thinks very highly of himself. <laughs> that confidence overflows in pretty much everything he does. So if that's what you're, you're the one, from that you're the one to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Stacy thinks she's a hot shit. I am hot she's, shit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I admit it. I'm not <laughs> denying it. But as you can see, we're both uh, a little bit of egomaniacs, which is why we work so well, because we challenge each yes, other. Yes, but we we also know... Oh, our flaws. We know we're egomaniacs, <laughs> and which we know makes our us more likable. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we... We think that our opinion is better than everybody else's while simultaneously knowing that we're also full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> and pretty much. that's the beauty of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're both control freaks, which is interesting. I mean, what do you think is my most German trait? Like... Precision. Mm, precision. Yeah. 
Like I like the like, like what you said. I like. I the, need. To, okay, what, you know what, what's how, our biggest okay, contrast? Okay, hold on, hold on. So when I cook and like if I go in the kitchen and I'm cooking, right? I'm like a little of this, a little of that. Like, oh, we're gonna mix this. We're gonna we're gonna. Pick, oh, and I'm gonna taste it like twelve times to like get the taste right. I know where you're going with this. And I'm no. gonna tell you right now. You're okay. It's BS. Now, no. Yes. Sam has to have a recipe. This is when he we're baking. He has to have when we're a, baking. He has to have a scale out. I didn't even know when what scale baking. was. When we're until baking. Until I met him. I was like, a scale? Who's What's a better a baker? You or I? You're the better cook. I'm the better baker. Okay. Because with baking, about... you have to be precise. Which is a German quality. I guess. Okay. I, I guess it is. That's but what I'm talking about. The Germans about. are great bakers. This is an example of our personality. When you go to Germany, they have, they have literally bread stores okay, with know, like 100 do, different kinds of bread this we're right bakers now? like listen to this yes okay this is your personality this is mine a little of this a little of that oh <laughs> it works perfect no you are like but i'm totally see but i'm that way when i'm just cooking dinner i'm you're I'm okay. also that way when you make a cocktail it's not like a little of this a little like that. It's our like, yes. what, are, what are we drinking right now by the way you Here. got I'm, i got a margarita you didn't what are you, you just you're got drinking, tequila? No, you're drinking a jalapeno margarita. Oh, that's right, you. jalapeno margarita. With a little bit of orange bitters in it. It's quite delicious. Uh, a little too <sighs> spicy for me. Um, not not a big spice person. Stacy hates spiciness. It's not that I hate spice. Even though she grew up in L.A. in the San Fernando Valley, which is basically like an extension of Mexico. Yeah. You love Mexican food. Just not spicy. You do not like, I like spicy. It's food. called gringa food. Okay. It's, it's gringa Mexican food. Which, it's by the exactly way, the most amazing food. All you people out there who think, I know you have an idea of what you think a Valley girl or an LA girl is like. Well, you're listening to one right now. Oh no no no! You see, when you think of LA, and you think of LA girls, you think of the stereotype. Okay, these like. Yeah. But what you're yeah like exactly like these oh my like, god oh my god like my car no. Those are the people that moved to LA. I didn't get the LA. right color car for my birthday. Those are the people that moved to LA. If you meet us true LA girls, the ones that were born and raised here, as soon as we meet each other, we're like, you're from here. <laughs> you're, you're an original. I can tell. Yeah. And so being from Colorado, I've lived here for four, four, well, four and a half years now, I think. Maybe four years. I don't know. Um, but it's absolutely true. Th- L.A. gets us stereotypes from the people that move here from out of state to, like, be L.A., to live the L.A. life. When you talk to the locals that have grown up, lived here their whole life, they're the most chill, like, adjusted people. But it's like the Calabasas crowd, like that Kardashian crowd. It's like these, this, like, hyper L.A. image. It's not the real L.A. LA people. Yeah. But you can't, like, we see right through you guys. <laughs> okay? <laughs> yeah. All right. What else we got going on today? Um, oh, God, where to start? There's just too much stuff going on. Well, we just, we watched Star Wars a few days ago, right? Yeah. That's a big hot topic. I feel like everything I'm reading online, people are super divided about it. Either people love it or hate it. Which I guess is like everything these days. 
Well, I mean, you've got the you've got the the, the Star Wars original people that want to like kind of like stick a little bit with the same storyline and like yeah. say the same thing, but then they're like bored with that storyline too, so they want it to be different. But when it's different, they're like, oh, it's not the it's not what it used right. to be. Like you have to. That's the problem when you remake or add to any story that's already a classic. You can't make it better. It's like Star Wars or Indiana Jones or which all Harrison Ford just heads up. Huge Harrison Ford thing. Um, anyway, those you can't perfect on them. They're the originals. Right. They're the amazings. You know what I mean? You can try and add to the story, but when you add to a story that's so loved and so worshipped and the backstories are all known and everything, like, you can't really, like, you're never going to be able to compete with what people imagined already. When it was very much, like, I didn't love the movie. I also didn't hate it. I was, like, super in the middle about it. I thought there was some amazing things in it, but then there was also like. I know. loved it, by the way. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to go out spoilers for anyone who's not seen it. There were aspects of the movie that definitely didn't need to be there. Right. I feel like it could have been 30 minutes shorter. But I think that they also were there to like build the next story, which I think in the originals, one of the beauties of them is that they weren't built to, 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 like, they weren't made to make the next movie they right. were made to be made like a, I feel like now movies when they build they're always about putting in a little spoilers for yeah. the next movie and sometimes that takes away from the actual story of talking the talking to Mike babe sorry <laughs> this is our first episode hang with us people um, like this is not giving anything away there was a whole like 30 minute segment of these people on this planet that was basically like if Las Vegas was its own planet I just didn't think that segment needed to be there at all. There was like a whole chase on these galactic horses and it was like completely pointless. And as you said, I think it's trying to get us to like the girl that's featured in the scene and I, I, I just don't really care about her at all. I know, but I think she's supposed to play a much bigger role in a later movie. So you, they got to make you like her. But they didn't pull it off. There's a scene halfway through the movie. Somebody flies a spaceship into another into a fleet of spaceships not to give too much away and if you remember yeah, everything it, goes honey. no yeah you're spoiling nah, it whatever everything goes silent do you remember that mm-hmm. and like the spaceships break apart i thought it was that was one of the greatest things i've seen in a movie in like a long time when it's talk just... about that moment in on the movie theater that we got to experience <laughs> oh yeah what we were this was towards the End of the movie. I want to say like 80, 85% done. This is the first time it's ever happened to me. I don't know about and you. And the first time it's happened to me and I got 12 years on you. <laughs> the, uh, the fire alarm goes off. I feel like everyone did really well. Like no, oh, well, no one panicked. All thought that it was part of the movie for a minute. No, like, I didn't. No, no, think no. That. You may not have. Why would the fire alarm? I'm telling you that there's like people in the movie that like, is this part of the movie? Really? I actually like, heard people saying those yeah. people need to leave the country. No, those people were just like really into the movie, and it like yeah, happened in a very fire, exciting part during. Fire the Fire alarm is going to be part of the biggest movie of the year. That'd be idiotic. You know, there it was you part are. of like an going, indie movie. There you go on. I'm so German sorry. Again. I'm so judgy. Yeah, judgy and German. Bad combo. That's stupid. Anyways, fire alarm goes off. Him. I feel like everyone in the movie did really well. Nobody panicked. Everyone in like single file calmly walked out the movie theater. And it turned out to be, I think somebody was like smoking in the bathroom or something. Yeah, pretty much. Marijuana's going to be legal here in a few days. Um, and so what? We just walked right back in like. 
10 minutes later, just finished it right where we left off. But then today, what happened today? We were at the gym this morning. Uh, we're like haunted by these fire alarms. We're at the gym this morning. It's like 9 in the morning. We're doing some squats like a boss. No, we were messing them up, honey. Shh. No, we were, we're working on our squat form, okay? We're getting there. No. There's like traditional squat form, and then there's what you're supposed to do. And most people hyperextend their knees. We're working on not doing that. Anyways, we're in the middle of trying to figure out squats. We have to swallow our ego a little bit because our legs are a lot stronger than what, you know, if we're could lift a lot more weight if we didn't care about the form so much, right? Anyways, fire alarm goes off in the gym. This is like a week. When did we watch the movie? Less than a week ago, actually. Yeah. Another false fire alarm. I'm like, I feel like these things come in threes. I'm like waiting. <laughs> We're going to hear it in the middle of the night. Yeah, I feel like the fire alarm at my apartment complex is going to go off in the middle of the night. Like, it's going to be another false alarm. Something like that. Yeah. Something. Something crazy is going to happen. I'm waiting. I'm ready for it. I'm waiting for it. There's a third false. Maybe the third one isn't going to be false. Maybe I need to like not be so maybe cocky. Maybe it's like preparation. to watch out for it. Yeah, maybe it's preparing oh. us. Oh. Maybe the Lord Jesus Christ is preparing us. Honey, <laughs> don't get religious in this thing, okay? I apologize. Um, what else? What else can we go over that's happening in our lives right now? Can we talk about my daughter? We can talk about your daughter. Can we talk about how... It's been an eventful month with your daughter. Can we talk about how 10-year-old girls go... Like, can we just talk about the difference between boys and girls? Can well, we no, talk let, about let's talk I about... S- you think she's going to start getting your period soon, right? It's not even about getting her period. It's just the fact that 10-year-old girls start to have hormones. And they don't understand... And I am not a very feminine female. So I don't deal well with like emotional outbreaks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, emotion? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't, like, I can cry. Actually, right. I cry very easily. But I'm not, it's not like about myself. Like, mm-hmm. it's about like a te- I'm like a very empathetic person. So, like, I'm, I cry for other people, but not for myself. Like, pff, Someone see me cry for something that bothers me. That's not going to happen. Anyway, um, my daughter is uh, just starting to deal with all these emotions, and uh, I which you it... but you started measuring it out. Yes, I actually started like I decided that um, after her last big um, meltdown meltdown. Which let me just explain to you something, okay? I have five sisters. Yes, let me say that again. Five sisters. Okay? And two brothers. I come from a very big family. I've dealt with it all. Okay? Just a quick side note. I went to... Whose who's wedding did we go to last summer? Not this... Not... not this was in 2016. Uh, we, was we it went, one of your cousins? Yes, one of my cousins. I went to one of her cousin's weddings. There must have been a hundred people there. Maybe more. All somehow related to each other. I remember at one point in the night, I'm like 10 drinks in, someone's just trying to explain to me like the family tree. There's like three family trees all somehow okay, first of all, entangled I with each other. Huge. It is family. ridiculous. Um, we, absolutely we, ridiculous. We, have, we had a matriarch a couple of, that passed away a couple of years ago, but um, 
our family is like, you get us in a room. And we do have family reunions. We haven't had one in a couple of years, and we're really in need for another one. I feel like one. the weddings are going to be like the family reunions. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you have no idea. We have like, we feel like in it, we have to rent out a hall when we have a family it, reunion. It, it was, it's ridiculous. It's scary. Um, yeah, cousins upon cousins. Anyway. Anyways, back to your daughter. Okay. So, she's goes from being this normal person that I know and love to all of a sudden, like, the world <laughs> you don't is love her exploding. Anymore. <laughs> it, no. Just kidding. No, I always love her. I don't always like her, but I always love her. But the world is exploding within itself. Like, nothing is good enough. She went through this, this new thing is that she d- doesn't like food. Doesn't Anything. like any food anymore. Like, we sat down with her, we're like, because I... We like to cook. We like alcohol and we like good food. It's a problem. We're also huge fitness people too, so like it's kind of like And I, and I take, you know, we we like for dinner, you know, everybody's all over the place. We like for dinner being able to sit down and like having food together. It just seems like essential. the right thing to do. One meal a day you should have with your family. Well, she started not liking any food. We sat down with her like, "What?" We, we want to cook. We're not trying to torture you. We want to cook stuff for you that you like, that you want to eat. Like, what do you like? And what, what her list... It, Mexican food. It was like white. It was like white girl. So that gringa Mexican She's food like, I was talking chicken. about earlier. That, that's what she likes. Which Mexican food is like, to her, is what? Like, tortilla, chicken, like, cheese, and like, three tablespoons of sour cream yeah it's like white girl mexican which is, food. which is really funny because she's actually her dad is actually gluten allergy and has a dairy allergy and is hypersensitive to most food um we think that she is too because now she's got this new thing where she's like constantly complaining about her throat and her stomach so her stomach is always bloated so we th- dakota you probably have an allergy we like probably really should like you know pull this food out of your diet so yeah. you can no i'm like dakota you 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 know you've really exhausted all the time. Like you might be a little hypoglycemic, like your mom. Like maybe pulling some of the sugar out. So she tries it, right? She really does like gives like it a go, but that doesn't really happen so great because she's got other people in her life. Yeah. You know, family. Her dad's significant other person like legitly is a sugar fanatic. Um. So constantly is like getting her yogurt. It's really hard for her to like. Stay away from oh, it. Oh, yeah, frozen. She loves frozen yogurt. With she loves like sugar. Five pounds of sugar on it. What's the point she of frozen yogurt and how healthy it is if you're going to like add all this it's shit on top of it? Like, it's, I really need to understand it's this. It's low like, fat, baby. But, but you, you're gonna, if you're gonna throw like gummies and sprinkles and chocolate and that you know that that like now has made that not healthy anymore right like that that you do you do understand that that's like a I, I never got i never got frozen yogurt and there's like here in la there's a frozen yogurt store about every two to three blocks yeah that'll change that was like that when i was younger and then like it snapped out and then like frozen yogurt didn't exist for a while and then it it's came like back. it's all you know, you're maybe saving a few calories. It's plenty of sugar, and it, it doesn't taste even half as good as a good ice cream, maybe a nice good gelato. You, well, they, you need that fat for the flavor. You want that. Well, the funny part is, is that everybody's so damn scared of fat, but fat, like, fat is not what to be right. afraid of. Sh- like, sugar is worse sugar than fat. Sugar is like. 
the poison in everything. Stacy's going to back to school for nutrition. Oh yeah, by the way, sorry. Yes. Yeah, and sugar I'm, is uh, way worse than fat. Sugar is like literally what causes cancer, regardless of that. Which, fact. by the way, your daughter, she eats frozen yogurt. And she put uh, it's this, she puts what puts like gummy bears on yeah, it. Yeah, I it's said disgusting. she puts like candy on it. I'm like, this is disgusting. Um, I'm all about like mixing candy with ice cream. You know, I love Snickers ice cream, Nutella. Like, you know, you're a chocolate fanatic, honey. Let's just that's that. fine. But you know, other other candy with ice cream is good too. But like gummy bears, it's no. Everybody has their thing, honey. You just have to let them have their thing. I will not. Yeah. Stop being so judgy. I'm a superior being. (laughs) I will tell you what you need. That is bold. (laughs) First of all. Second of all. I forget what we're talking about. She's getting emotional, right? Oh, yeah. Back to that. Um, Yeah, she... uh, Wouldn't eat anything. She won't eat... So we're talking about Mexican food. Anything. So... To the point where, like, I had to set down some rules. So my rules were, if you, you're coming to the table, you're going to eat what we serve, or you're going to sleep at the table, or you go to bed early. You choose. Like, you're not leaving this table without food. Well, or you are, and you're going straight to bed. Yeah. Well, let's just say that didn't work out too well either, because she chose to go straight to bed. Which I'm all about making her food that she likes, but I can't, There's I can't do that all the time. It's like five ingredients. Yeah. So every once in a while, I, I gotta expand the palate here a little bit. Now, once we have to talk with her, it's been a, it's been way better. Oh yeah, communication is key. Explaining things is key. But I mean, I literally remember a night. This was before we had to talk with her about what what does she like now, and I, I was coming over to watch the kids. I mean, I was like, okay, she's been very picky about what she's eating. I'm gonna make like the most kid friendly meal ever. No, then. Let me just explain. This is the meal that she would beg me for three months ago. She has loved this her entire life. She's obsessed with it. I make sloppy joes. She loves sloppy joes. I'm like, she's just got some protein in it. She's going to love this. I like sloppy joes. Your son loves sloppy joes. I'm like about to serve up the food. I tell them dinner's ready. She comes out. She smells the food. She goes, oh. I'm like, I'm like, what? She goes, did you make sloppy joes? I'm like, I'm like, oh. I'm like, I, just by the tone of her voice, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I know what's coming. But don't get me wrong. This is also, like, day two of her time of the month. Meaning she hasn't gotten it yet, but I've been timing it to see if it's like a time of the month. She's like she's like two weeks out of the month where she's a nightmare. It starts on this one anyway, day. We're walking we're walking towards the dinner table. I hate sloppy Joe's. I was like what? I'm like, what are you talking about? I've known you for two and a half years. You love sloppy Joe's. It's like one of their favorite foods. I'm like, what is happening to this child? <laughs> I told her, I'm like, dude, you are, you're eating this or you're going to bed. And she ate it. But, oh my, I was like, you're killing me here. I'm like slaving away in the kitchen. And you're giving me crap about the food. It kills me inside a little bit. I'm like, I don't, I don't have to do this. I don't have to cook. Okay, hold on. It, it gets worse. I mean, seriously, like, what, what, what happened when you cut there to the house yesterday with her? When I did what? When you got to the house yesterday, what what was her thing? Well, her thing. How how she doesn't feel? How does she she doesn't feel good? Well, a little whiny here and there, but the main thing that happened last night is 
one of the dogs you have at your house. His name is Gizmo. We do not like him. We are not a fan. He's a small dog. Let me get me I I love animals. I love dogs. I love cats. But he's a, for lack of a better term, and I apologize, this R-rated, asshole. <laughs> he pees in the house all the time, right? And, and it's our fault. He's not trained. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not being trained well. But I made dinner last night. He ended up eating the last few bites off of your son's plate. They were eating in their rooms. We're just, we're doing like, I was just kind of loosey-goosey last night. I'm like, just eat in your rooms. It's Christmas break, whatever. And when your son wasn't looking, he like ate the last few bites off the plate. And I... And your son was like, oh, man, like, I really wanted to, like, the food was good. I wanted to last of the food. I'm like, oh, what happened? He's like, oh, Gizmo, Gizmo ate it off my plate. He, like, jumped on his bed, ate off the plate. And he's, like, still chewing on it in the living room. I go out. I kind of, like, you know, I, like, I don't beat dogs. <laughs> but, like, I, I, like, clap my hands, you know, right in front of his face, kind of snap him out of it. I'm like, no, you don't do that. Kind of reprimanding the dog a little bit. I was going to give him like a five-minute timeout outside. Just a slight punishment. You might think I'm an animal. I think dogs need to be trained. I don't think... It, we're in Southern California. It's not cold outside. It's like 70 degrees, okay? I think the dog can have a five-minute timeout outside. Your daughter freaks out. They, both your kids love animals, love dogs. She's like, you can't be mean to the dog. Like, don't put him outside. It becomes this whole big ordeal. Like, I end up not doing it. But I explain to them, I'm like, the dog does a bad thing. She's, she's like petting the dog, giving it all this love. I'm like, he just did this bad thing. He's not supposed. He knows he's not supposed to do it. And now you're petting him. You're giving him all this positive energy. I've watched enough episodes of the dog whisperer to know that's not good. That just enforces the dog's behavior that he's not supposed to do. Okay, first of all, what do you do when you're a kid? Writes on the wall. Writes on the wall? Anything. Your kid writes on the wall. Your kid spits its food out. Do you reprimand the kid or do you pet the kid and tell him it's okay? Right. right. No, it's the same philosophy, guys. It's not like brain surgery. We're not punishing the dog. We're training the dog to not make that mistake again. It's the same thing with kids right, as wait. it is with dogs. Yeah. So that ended up being a whole ordeal. And... Then your daughter did this thing, which you actually pointed out about a week ago. And then I really kind of start paying attention to that. When, I, when I'm kind of a little bit of a hard ass with her, she then, she then thinks of a way to say something that she think will like hurt me or tick me off, which I'm not exactly like the most... He's not sensitive. I'm not the most sensitive guy. In any way. You can say a lot to me, like I'm not going to care that much. It's because he's cocky. So I was in the room with your daughter. Like 30 minutes went by. She was just like drawing pictures at her desk. I don't know. We haven't said a word to each other in like 30 minutes. We're just hanging out. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, she goes, you were late today. I was like, what? I was late. Hence, by the way, had this conversation with my daughter. Said four or five. Go on. Because I, so, I came over to your house at five o'clock. I was like, what do you mean I was late? Like, I, I got here at 5. That's when I usually get here. She goes, 
mom said you'd be here at four. I was like, well, your mom. <laughs> four or five. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, and which I didn't even know you guys discussed that. I was like, well, your mom never said that you, she needed me here by four. I'm usually here at five. I'm like, oh, and I was like, wait, do you, like, I can come earlier if you want me to. It's not a big deal. Um, I was like, do you want me to be here at four next week? Silence. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, like, work. Why, why would she say that? And then I remembered what you said to me a week ago. She, like, because she thinks that would, like, take me off in some way. Like, oh, I was late. Well, the thing she does is, like, she's so used to, like, the other males in her life. It's like, she's, okay, so my daughter is queen of manipulation. Not on purpose. Very she's just good. She's so good at reading people and how to, like, manipulate a situation yeah. when she walks into a room. She, like, walks in and she, like, can pick the people and how to react to them. I mean, she can be, like, 12 different people. It's amazing. She can, like, go up to this person. Oh, this person wants me to be withdrawn and shy. And then she does it. This person, this person wants me to be outspoken and bold. Everybody loves her. Oh, uh, everyone the loves her. The second they meet her. Like, she's amazing. Don't get me wrong. She, she works the room. Amazing. Okay. I was I, actually thinking about this the other day. I was thinking back to my 10-year-old self. I was like, because your daughter does a lot. She like she plays sports. She loves singing. She's like into acting. Like My daughter. She just is, started. She, want, she started wanting to go to the gym with us. I'm like, this is a 10-year-old kid. I, I was thinking back to my 10-year-old self. Like, I was not as talented, nor was I as ambitious. <laughs> she's she's going to be very successful in life. But with that being said, which is also, also I'm, a, I'm a hard ass with her sometimes because I see this great potential with both your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But especially with her, she has a lot of interests. Yeah, I'm like I, I'm not gonna baby you. Like, well, she's used to being babied by the not. I wouldn't say it's the word baby. I would say more she's used to getting what she wants because she knows how to work a room better than any person. Yeah, and this whole now, like, with that being puppy said, eyes manipulation thing she does does she, not she, work. And to be it. honest with you, it's my fault. At a very early age, you know, she's like going up to grandpa and asking him for something, and I'm like, bat your eyes. Like, I taught it to her. I know how to do it myself. <laughs> like, I get why she does it. Like, she had, she was raised, I mean, my sisters are like, you know, she has she's, five She's never going to get a speeding ticket in yeah. her life. Is she, she has five <laughs> females to, like, pick from on how to, like, and they all helped raise her. You know what I mean? Like, I was a very yeah. young mother. So, yeah. with that being said, yeah, she, she knows. She knows how to, like, play on situations. And the thing is, it doesn't work with me, ever. And she knows that. So, with knowing that. But all everyone else it works with. So, oh no, there's someone else it doesn't work with. Yeah, mommy's, like, what am mommy's I gonna dating do? another hard ass just like, like herself. Yeah, <laughs> what am I to do? Like, I, I gotta, I, I gotta, like, right. get under his skin. So like if you I, can't use your puppy eyes to manipulate, what you, you what the next step? You try to get under their skin, yep. right? Or you yeah. try to get payback, right? Yeah. Because that's what she does. With, I mean, she does it with me too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not imperfect either. But I. I talk to her about it, and I have more of a relationship. But yeah, yeah. She's. She, this is. She's just that girl. She's smart. Dude, she's wicked smart. Both your kids are wicked smart. Yeah. Well, my son's in different wicked, ways. My my son is wicked book smart. Like unbelievably wicked straight books, A's like, straight no A's, effort. like no effort doesn't Ridiculous. have to study doesn't have to pick up a book all he has to do is want to turn in homework it's so easy for your son that it actually becomes a problem because 
there he are doesn't there think are that rare he has to times try where or he, anything he, else. There's very rare times where he thinks he doesn't have to try or do something, and then every once in a while he does run into something that's maybe hard in school or like he just forgets about it because it, every it just comes way too oh, easy wait, to on. him. That's not his fault. The whole forgetting thing. Well, it's not. It's it not. Is, I don't know if it's forgetting. It's yeah. uh, legitly like a heritable trait. Okay? Yeah, pretty. I cannot remember what I said the night before, what I wore two days from before. Um, I could not remember. I, but I can remember every movie and every song and every word to every song. But when it comes to like anything, yeah, anything small term, like forget it. You, oh, we talked about that? No. Yesterday? That didn't happen. So your son is super book smart. Your daughter is like street smart, we call it. Yeah. Just like knows how to work people and just, just has way more common sense than your son. Way more common sense than 90% of the population, okay? She's <laughs> she's pretty unbelievable with the stuff When she, she wants to, I might. No, no, no. no. Now, she always does. It's just yeah. whether she wants to admit it or not. Yeah. There is a distinctive difference. Yeah, so that's what we're dealing with. Well, what are we in? We are about, we're 45 minutes in almost exactly. I think it's a pretty good time to end things, but I do want to talk about one more thing that happened today that really cracked me up because it really annoyed the crap out of you. We're hunting for new car insurance for you. Oh, my God. So Stacey's stressful. leasing a new car. Okay, never thinking when I lease a new car that my insurance is going to jump up like $200. Stacey doesn't think. I think about these things. Stacey no. does not. No. A new car worth more than the 10-year-old beater she's driving. Of course, insurance is going to go up. Stacey doesn't think about these things. I just think it's ridiculous. How much were you paying in insurance with a new car? Like almost $300 a month? Yes. Because you had... I had... You asked what? You, did you rear-end Oh, don't get Going me. like five miles an hour, you rear-ended okay, somebody. Okay, wait, hold on. This is... Not, that's not... It's... Okay. Please stop. We're at a stop sign. No, a stop light. Sorry. Stop light. We're at a stop light. I drive stick shift because I am a little ADD. Um, I can't focused. focus on anything. Keeps so having a focal point to like control helps keep my like focus centered. So I drive stick shift. I know that's like absurd. No one drives. You, mean, you stick got a shift you got anymore. a new 2017 Jetta. And I had to get a stick. You've shift. got a stick. You're probably yeah. like the only person alive. Two people. Okay. <laughs> I think it might have been the only stick shift model they had on the lot. Yeah, that was. But regardless, <laughs> I, it's what I do. I, I I'm never gonna drive anything other than stick shift. More it power will to never you. happen because to me, it's what makes me a better driver. Now, regardless of that, so I'm driving this car, and this is three years ago and two, three and a half years, three years ago and two weeks, sorry. Um, I'm driving in this car. I'm, like, turning off of a side road. It's a stop line, right? Mm -hmm. um, so we're, we're all in dead stop. All of a sudden, we start to go a little bit, and I had, like, let off my foot off the gas, and all of a sudden, dead stop again, okay? So it was, like, literally pushed forward for a second, took my foot off the, you know, release the clutch, put my foot on the gas pedal for a sec yeah. literally a second. You can imagine how fast I was going. Imme immediately the person in front of me dead stops again. So I go and I slam on my brake, right? Mm -hmm. 
um, I didn't get my clutch down fast enough. Now, I don't know if anybody who's probably no one has ever driven a clutch before. I drive a stuck stick shift before, but regardless. No, no one's ever driven a stick shift before, babe. <laughs> anyway, so I didn't get my stick, the, the clutch down fast enough. So what happens when you do that? Your car pops. It pops out of gear. Okay. So all of a sudden I stop and I all of a sudden just like slam forward. Well, legitly, how fast do you think that could be? Mm maybe like less than five miles because I don't even move. Um, hit the back of this person's car. Who gets out? A 16-year-old kid, okay, who looks athletic, plays baseball, whatever. Four months later, I get a phone call from the insurance company that they're filing a claim that the kid injured himself. What is wrong with California drivers? Do you seriously think that everything has to come to an injury claim? I mean, it is kind of ridiculous how Sue happy we are, regardless of that fact. And the fact that you think that just because you're, you're, you're getting the money from the insurance, do you not realize that you're affecting other people's lives? I'm a single mother of two. I, I have a I, I lot love when you get of mad. bills. Stacy's eyes Lots are like on fire. Right of bills. <laughs> you have just raised my insurance because you decide to take out an injury claim so you can get an extra couple thousand dollars so that you can affect my life for three years and raise my insurance. Pay it for a dude. You're not hurt. There's no way you're injured four months in, okay? I was going less than five miles per hour. Maybe yes, lower back hurt. California. No. He is a 16-year-old kid. <laughs> okay, you're not going to injure your damn back going less than five miles per hour in an injury. Trust me, I've gone into accidents when I was younger. I didn't file claims. I was considerate of people's insurance rates, regardless of that fact. Okay, anyway. So this showed up on your record for three years which and raised, raised my insurance. Your rates about like a hundred bucks a month. Yeah. So now yeah. I get this new car, and all of a sudden I have that. So my insurance jumps from a hundred and something dollars a month to now three hundred dollars a month. Yes. Love California. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So anyway, I'm talking to this lady today because I'm trying to get my insurance changed. So over we call we call AAA. Yeah. I have AAA. I love AAA. I thought they'd give you the best rates. Because they do. They don't give you. It's not that they give you the best rates. They give you the best service. Let's be honest. Okay. That's the thing about AAA. They're gonna give you amazing service. Right. But I can't afford amazing insurance. Well, I've always heard AAA gives you awesome rates. So we call AAA, and it was not an awesome rate. It not only was not an awesome rate, but this lady was so pompous. <laughs> Every the five seconds. The insurance salesman lady was giving you lots of life advice. Okay, first of all, you sell insurance, which there's nothing wrong with. But how dare you sit there on the phone with me and as I'm telling you, well, right as we're about to finalize well, no, they, the they deal. They figured out you were, and this was not on purpose, you had quoted them a mileage you drive a month. But you actually drive more mileage. They like crunch the numbers. Yes, I did drive more we were on, numbers. We were on hold. She's like, well, I know. We actually figured out um, you actually drive more mileage than what you say you do. So you're going to add $50 more to your insurance. I'm like, well, I can't afford that. But what, what did she tell you? Because we, well, you, you took like some trips her, with I'm your like, car. I'm like, dude, I, I drove up to San Francisco twice. 
and I used to have two jobs and now I'm down to one, thank God. And I'm, I'm not only driving 15 miles to work, I'm not driving 25 to and from, and I'm not doing both jobs. So like there's a lot less driving going on. And she now. really focused on that San Francisco trip, didn't she? Oh my gosh. This lady decides that it's so important to tell me, well, you should rent a car for those trips. You'll save yourself so much money. I'm like, what do you mean I'll save myself money? Do you know how expensive it is yeah, to rent I'm a like, car? Wait, you're going to rent a car to drive from L.A. to San Francisco and back? Okay, that's one thing. No like, way. Okay, first of all, whoa. And two, she's like, you're going to save so much wear and tear in your car. I'm like, I if, bought the car like to if you put get a wear budget, and tear on it. Yeah, if you get a budget rental car, like they cap your miles, don't yeah, you? Unless, you like, unless I miss something. No, you, you, you didn't get a miss certain anything. amount of mileage. Yeah. Look, dude, San, Fran San Francisco is not exactly, I mean, it's what, seven, like six, seven hour drive. Yeah. It's not, like how, there's no way that's cheaper than just like dude, paying for, more than It doesn't trucks. even matter. Who are you? Why do you think you have the right to sit there and lecture me on the phone as you're Stacey trying to not... sell me for something? <laughs> just not like you're when people trying lecture her. To get, you're trying to get me to purchase something from you and you're going to sit there and lecture me on how to do something in my life? Lady... <laughs> don't bother. You don't even I'm like when listen. I lecture you. No, I don't like when anybody oh, lectures me. Oh my god! So, st I, j I started dragging Stacy to the gym recently. She's only worked out at home by herself before. I like hit videos. I like. I doing give her some workouts. pointers on her form at certain things at the gym. It and at seven in the morning when you're giving pointers to a person that's a not a morning person and b no. doesn't like being lectured. It's not the nicest workout partner to have. But we're getting, you got a lot better the last few months. I've been working on it. Man, it was th the first few times I went with you, I was like, I don't know if I want to work out with my girlfriend. <laughs> this is not fun. <laughs> okay, so please grumpy remember that he is so oh judgy. Oh boy. I am not judgy. You're, you're judgy. How am I judgy? At the gym? You're judgy everywhere. No, I just, I'm like, hey, just, just slightly that's tweak your form this that. way. That's, that's not how he says it. It is absolutely how I say it. That's how I say it in my head. That's good. <laughs> how you say in your head is not how it comes across. It comes across like somebody smacking your hand into school no. um, with a ruler. Like that's, no. that's, yeah, it, it's like, it's like that's so demeaning. That's a lie. Yeah. But it's that's fine because I'm getting lie. better at it and I know he's just trying to help. And honestly, he's usually right, so. I, Granted, I do the same thing to him now too to like make myself feel better, and it, it does. See, make but me I, feel better. I wish you would do that more often. I like when you. I feel like I push you a lot at the gym. I like when you push me. I've been better about that too. Like push me to more reps. You're like, hey, tweak your form in this way. I don't want to be the only one giving you shit. You know, that's why you have a workout buddy. No, no, I'm getting better at it. Like today, you push me to do some extra reps. I'm like, oh yeah, oh I like this. Oh, push me more. <laughs> Such a goober. All right, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up now. We're going to wrap it up. I think we've kept you guys for long enough. We're almost up to an hour. If you are out there listening to our first episode, we really appreciate it. We thought this would be a lot of fun. I have a lot more stuff to share with you guys. I think the next few episodes, I really want to like dive into... I think we're going to do a whole episode on Stacy because she's just has a crazy backstory. A lot of stuff that's happened in her life. And... I definitely can't match her story, but I think I have a pretty interesting story myself moving here from Germany from sixth grade, in sixth grade. No? Mm. 
Absolutely. Anyways, lots to talk about. I think I eventually want to get your kids on the podcast too. Cause My kids are pretty funny. Your kids are hilarious. Yeah, they're, they're, they're super awkward and hilarious. And um, they definitely have more personality than... But I also, one of the reasons I started this podcast, because a while ago I started having this idea of not even in a po- podcast format, but just like having an interview with them and kind of gauging where they're at now in their life and then doing kind of the same interview with the same questions every one to two years and then like 10, 15 years from now, you have this amazing archive of this human being like growing as a person and their interests are changing and like different stuff is going on in their life. And I thought that'd be like, you know, once you have... 10, 15 years worth of that, I think that'd be like, it kind of be fun to go back to and be like, okay, you're, you're 20, you're 22 years old now. Let's, let's go listen back to when I interviewed you when you were 10 years old and see it what you were like. It is the ultimate revenge. I didn't even parent. think about it like yeah, that, that. That's how I'm going to think about it. It's the <laughs> ultimate revenge. Oh, you don't remember how you were when you were 13? I have something to show you. <laughs> Yeah, having having proof of what they were like. Uh, oh, you have your thirteen-year-old now. Because my sister Here, does that, right? My, oh my god, his my sister, sister thinks she's, not... she's like the perfect child when she was younger. Uh, and then you talk to my mom, and she's like, "No." Yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about: letting them know so that they are prepared. So my dad always says this. It's like his. That's oh my yes, yeah, true. You the quote. You'll of the say quotes. something to your dad, and your dad will be like. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like you were a crazy yeah, child. Yeah, no, no. My dad is always my and in this again, bad language. Sorry, but this is how I was raised. So, um, don't apologize. Just the, go. The fucking that you give is the fucking you get. So basically, <laughs> whatever you gave, you're gonna get it back tenfold from your children. So I want to like have them yeah. see how awful they are, so that they can be prepared for how awful their kids are gonna be. And then there's some kind of reward in that for me. I don't know. I think thinking back on it, that's really how this whole podcast idea got started. Because, like, I was thinking about, like, what if I interview my... Like, I would love to interview my dad. And then, because, you know, your parents aren't going to be here for your entire life. Like, having this audio of your parents and, like, being able to go back to that. Like, I kind of romanticized about this idea of, like, interviewing family members... And maybe interviewing them multiple times and just having, like, a, an audio record of these, you know, human beings, these people. And I really, like, romanticized that and it kind of evolved into, well, I kind of have a pretty interesting life, especially with Stacy. And we each have different backstories and crazy, not, I don't, not crazy stuff happens in our life, but interesting stuff happens in our life, especially with your kids around. And I was like, you know what, I think, I think it's worth recording. Yeah, yeah. So that's how it really all started. And again, I think we're going to try to do this maybe once a week, once every two weeks, right? Maybe on our day off or really whenever we feel like it. But we'll keep you guys posted. Um, And right now we've decided to call this podcast Modern Life a Dramedy because there's going to be drama. There's going to be comedy. There's going to be some hot takes there's gonna be hot takes. Hot takes. What kind of hot takes are there gonna be? Oh, you wait till I get my sister on this podcast. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> She's the queen of hot takes. Um, as I said, it's gonna be a little bit of everything. We have a very interesting family. 
I, think all surrounding. I, I just think there's a lot of interesting people in our life. Yes, and I would love to agreed. get them on the podcast eventually. And until then, it's just going to be us two, a loving couple. Very loving. <laughs> Shockingly enough, as much as we riff on each other, I love this man more than anything in the whole wide world. You do? That's good. I'm glad she loves me. Yeah, I do. I love you a lot, too. Okay, enough of that. All right. Um, Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be with you soon. Bye. Have a great rest of your day.